I just want to let you know that this episode will be a little unique in that I think it would be best if you consume this episode on our YouTube channel. Dr. Mike Hall, the vice president of the college, will be speaking about song leading methods and uh, all of the things that he'll be talking about will be best viewed visually uh, rather than just through the audio-only podcast platform. So I think you'll enjoy the episode regardless of how you consume it, but best on YouTube. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the episode. another edition of Maverick University. I'm your host, David Hallberg. Joining me today is Dr. Mike Hall, Vice President of Providence Baptist College and our resident song leading instructor. And he has been teaching this for 25 years, leading music uh, in a congregational way for over 50 years. And so we appreciate your experience and the wealth of knowledge that you bring. Um, you definitely want to go back and re-watch some of the episodes we've already recorded where Dr. Hall has described beat patterns, uh, where Brother Hall has uh, described uh, preparatory beats and pickup beats uh, for songs. And so what we're going to tackle now is we've talked about how to basically lead through a song, uh, even how to start leading a song. But now, once you get to the end of a chorus, how do you end that chorus and get back into the next verse? Right. And so that's a specific skill that a lot of people struggle with, not sure how to do. And uh, it can be a little rough at times. But the way you teach it and the way that our students practice it and eventually master it, it becomes very seamless. And so if you could yeah. just give a little description. Well, of the, again, I, I can't emphasize enough how much you have to practice the beat patterns. Mm -hmm. Get a song, practice the beat, even if you don't remember how to get into it or out of it, at least get the beat patterns to match what is supposed to be there in the song. And that's got to be automatic because we start doing things like holds and cutoffs, all of which are... Uh, an effort to provide enthusiasm, excitement into a song. You can just plow through a song if you want to, but I think there's some things that you can do that make them more exciting. Uh, but you can't do those well if you're if you're still struggling with a beat pattern. So you mm -hmm. just have to go back and go over and go over and go over and go over. I remember when I was taking this in, in college, I'd stand in front of a mirror and go through stuff until I got it like I wanted it, until, it, until the muscle memory was there. And it just takes time to be able to do that. Like Brother Hallberg said, we started off with just kind of the general stance and all that kind of thing. We talked about <clears throat> the beat patterns that you need within any given song. The beat patterns we covered, 2-4, which is a two-beat pattern, a 3-4 time signature, three-beat pattern, a 4-4 four, four time signature, a four-beat pattern. Then we talked about 6-8, 9-8, 12-8. Typically 6-8 we find more than anything else, but you have to decide if 6-8 is going to be fast or if it's, if it's a slow 6-8. If it's a slow 6-8, we just do three, a three-beat pattern. We don't do a six-beat. There is a six-beat pattern, but we don't do that. We just do a slow three-beat pattern twice. If a song is in 9-8 slow, we just do a three-beat pattern three times. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, twelve-eight. There's a couple 12-8 songs. Most of those are fast, but it's the same idea. Anything that's got a denominator of eight in it, if you do it slow, we can get by with just do a three-beat pattern with it. If it's fast, on the other hand, you can't possibly keep up with a song that's that fast. Um, praise Him, praise Him. Praise Him, praise Him. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, I can't go one, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five. You, you just can't do that. One, the audience looks at you like, what, what in the world? And the other thing is my arm falls off after a couple of measures. And so... 
We, we do what's called conducting in two, where you just conduct the heavy pulses. So in 6-8, the, the idea we gave was divide that top number by triplets. So if it's 6-8, what's your beat pattern going to be? It's going to be a two beat pattern. Exactly right. Praise Him. Praise Him. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. So you just do a two beat pattern. If it's a 9-8, heavenly sunlight, heavenly sunlight. Starting my one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, one, two, three, four, or save, save, which is in 12, eight. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm just doing it in four. 12, eight. Take the numerator, divide by triplets. What do you get? Four. So it's a four beat pattern. So almost any song that you get in a hymnal, you can do with a two beat pattern, a three beat pattern, a four beat pattern. It doesn't matter if it's two, four, three, four, six, eight, whatever it is. It all works for that. And then we talked about getting into a song. And you have to know what beat the song starts on. What beat do we sing on? A number of them start on beat one. Beat one is, is defined as there's a whole measure there and nothing in front of that whole measure. So the song starts on beat one. But there's a lot of songs that start before beat one, a couple beats. Um, are you washing the blood? Have you been? Been is on beat one. But you come in on, have you been to, that's called a pickup beat. And a lot of songs have pickup beats, whether fast or slow, it doesn't matter. You just have to look at the song, uh, Sweet Hour, or What a Day That Will Be, for example. Uh, what a Day That Will Be is in 3-4, but it has a pickup. So that's going to be on beat what? If in 3-4, there's only three beats in a measure, you've got a pickup, usually the last beat. So what's the last beat before one? It's three. So you've got, there is come. There is come. And come then picks it back up on beat three. So that's a pickup beat, but you still have to prepare your audience for whichever case might be, whether it has a pickup or it doesn't, you still have to prepare your audience. So whatever, song, whatever beat the song starts on, your preparatory beat is the beat before that. Okay. So on what a day that will be, it starts on beat three. There's three in a measure, it starts on beat three. So where's your pickup going to be? Out on beat two. So you go breath there is coming. Otherwise, you're going to be one beat off on your beat pattern all the way through. So you have to know what it starts on, if it starts on beat one or not. So, verily, so you go, oh, what a Savior that he died for me. So I go, oh, and it starts, you sing on beat one. So that's the difference between a prep and a pickup. That's getting into the song. Well, let's start talking a little bit now about getting out of the song or putting some things in there to make the song a little more exciting. And I like to do that with holds and cutoffs. So there's a number of things you can do. Now a hold and a cutoff, most of the time you're gonna need them at the end of a verse. Whether you're gonna go back up around or not, you're gonna need them. A hold is how you stop and add some emphasis to a song, but then you gotta get out of the hold and that's called a cutoff. And so if you're in, coming into the hold, <clears throat> what you end up doing is uh, whatever beat the hold is on. So go back to Are You Washed in the Blood. Let's see if we can find that here. <clears throat> okay, Are You Washed in the Blood. At the end of the song, it goes, Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood? Now I want to do a hold on lamb. Lamb. And I'm just like I'm holding something. But to get into that, I like to put a little fist and snap it out there into the hold. So I slow down a little bit. Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the lamb? So a little emphasis. 
And, and a lot of things that, that I do and try to show here is to add enthusiasm and excitement to what, what happens in the song. So whatever beat you're gonna hold on, I try to put a fist and like I'm rolling the dice out in front. That, that gives folks the idea, the piano player, the singer, gives everybody the idea that you're gonna stop the song and hold there. So, are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the lamb? So I'm in a hold, okay? So you can do that with any number of songs. Um, <clears throat> uh, whosoever will, the end of the song. Uh, Tis a loving father calls a wanderer home. Whosoever will may come. If you want to put it there, I'm doing the fist on the beat before and snap it out. And again, that's just for emphasis. You don't have to do that if you don't want to. Tis a loving father calls a wanderer home. Whosoever will may come if you want to. To me, that adds a little excitement, a little pop, a little snap to it. So you're into the hold. Now what are you going to do? Well, there's, there's an easy way to get out of the hold, and then there's the right way to get out of the hold. So, and, and either one works just as effectively. The easy way to get out of it is you got the hold, then just raise your hand up, and when you want to stop, you drop it, and that stops it, and you bounce till beat one comes by. So let's go back to, are you washed in the blood? <clears throat> so you've got, are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood? of the lamb lay aside the garments and you just bounce until beat one comes by and you go ahead all i did was is on the held note i raise my hand ever so slightly when i want to stop it i'll drop it down and then bounce so are your garments spotless are they white as snow are you washed in the blood of the lamb? Lay aside the, and then I pick it back up. So I'm just bouncing away and pick it back up. Now that's the easy way to do it, and it's just as effective, and, and there's not a problem with that. But I'll show the technical aspect of how to, how to do that. So in this particular song, you've got a hold. What song, if you're at the end of the first verse, what song, let's say you're going, you're going to sing the fourth verse next. So you got to get out of that first verse in chorus, and into that last verse and chorus that's down there. So you've got your hold. Now, since you're gonna come in on a pickup beat, lay aside, lay aside is on beat four. What do we do at the beginning of the song, the very start of the song? You still have to do a prep, you still have to do your pickup, your prep is out, and then you sing up. Well, you have to do the same thing coming out of the hold. So the easiest way to do that is you got your hold, and you're gonna do a loop, the cutoff is here. You go right on out to your breath and you sing and you're in. So are your garments, bottles, are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the lamb? Lay aside. So what I did there was I gave the cutoff. See, I'm doing a circle. And I gave the cutoff, which is the snap at the bottom. And I go right on out to the breath to get into the next verse, whatever the case may be with that next verse. Now, on the hold is when you'll say, all right, everybody, on that second verse or fourth verse or whatever, you do that on the hold, and when you're done with that, you put that hand down, and then you do your cutoff, your breath, lay aside the garments, so I'll, I'll do the whole thing. Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the lamb? All right, everybody, on that fourth verse, cut off, lay aside, in tempo, 
Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? All right, everybody, on that fourth verse, lay aside the garment. So what you're doing is you're just, you're employing the same thing you did to start the song to get out of the hold back into the next verse after that. Now, at the end of the song, if you've got no more verses to, that you're going to do, you just do your cutoff and you're done. You don't take the breath out here, but you do the loop and you come back in. Now, the tricky thing about this, in Verily, Verily, for example, <clears throat> this song starts on beat one. So when you've got your hold, where, are you gonna, where did you prep this song at? Up, because that's the last beat. We sing on beat one, so you have to prep on beat four. In this case, that's up. So you do the same thing, though. You loop, but instead of going out, you go right on by to up, because you have to breathe there and you sing coming back in. So, uh, he that believeth on the Son, tis true, hath everlasting life. You denounce whatever verse. Oh, what a Savior. And the difference is, when does the song come back in? Does it come back in on beat one? If it does, you've got to do the whole loop to your breath up. If it comes back on beat three or four, the last beat before, if it has a pickup, then you go out and come back in on up. Do you come back in down or you come back in up? That dictates how far you go with your loop. So if you gotta sing on beat three and there's only three beats in a measure, you gotta go out on beat two, breath, there is coming a day. If you don't do those correctly, your beat pattern's gonna be off by one all the time. So again, the easy way to do this is you do the hold, you just raise your hand, and when you pop it going down, that stops the beat. And then you just bounce until the song comes back in and you pick it up. If you want to do it, the, the, the technical way to do it, you've got your hold and you determine, all right, where do I have to breathe? I either have to breathe out or I have to breathe up. If I breathe out, then you cut off out breath. Or if you have you been, for example, or if you breathe up, you got to go all the way around. Oh, what a savior that he died. So you've got your hold that, that either is, is set up by breathing out or the hold that's set up by breathing when the, the beat pattern goes in. So you've got the song started with your prep beat and your pickup beats. And now you can get out of the, the song or the hold at the end based on the direction that you have to breathe to either come back in or that you're done with. And so, again, you've got to have your beat patterns down good before you can start doing some of this other stuff. And the reason that I, I try to emphasize some of this with them, again, is we want this to be exciting, enthusiastic song leading. And when you add a few of these little things in here, it just adds a little pop, it adds a little punch to what it is that you're trying to do with that song. If we want to lead singing, like our Baptist preachers preach, then we got to work at it. Your audience will do what you get them to do. And so uh, everything has to do with singing out, have an excited look on your face, uh, and maybe, I don't want to say shouting necessarily, but boldly proclaiming the verses that we're on and the, the, the page number of the song that you're going to sing. All that goes into a successful, exciting song service. If you don't do it as a song leader, the congregation will not do it either. So that's kind of the idea with uh, holds. Uh, we'll get into a little bit later on because there's all kinds of places for holds within a song, but that at least starts the song and ends the song that way. All right, so we've covered the basic beat patterns. We've covered the idea of getting a song started with a preparatory beat or pickup beat as needed, and then, of course, ending 
a chorus looping back around to that next verse is always challenging. And so uh, it's either you're holding and you're cutting off out or you're holding and you're cutting off up. Yep. And for me, when I first started leading singing, I was – you always assume that you know these songs better than you actually do because I've been singing these songs since I was a child. And, but when I actually had to lead them, I realized how little I actually knew them. And it, I ca- got caught a couple times where I was like, oh, yeah, I know this song. And then it was until I was up there leading the song, I'm like, uh, am I cutting out? Am I cutting off up? And you've got to look at it beforehand. You can't yeah. just Well, and another thing I advise students to do, if you know you're going to be the song leader or choir director, whatever the case is, take a hymnal as your hymnal. Put mm-hmm. your name in it, a number in it, whatever you're going to do. And then whatever songs you're going to say, take a pencil. I mean, check with the preacher, make sure it's okay with him, but it, it will be. Take a pencil and write, cut off, up, or cut off, out, or prep, beat, pick up, write it on the hymnal. That way, if you do it one time, then you've got it on record in there. Absolutely. And, and the other thing that you need to do that's incredibly important for the vast majority of our churches is the song leader needs to get together with the piano player ahead of time so the poor piano player knows what's going on. The, the yeah. I, I've been in a lot of different churches with a lot of different piano players, and, and in their defense, often... The piano player leads the singing from the piano because the guy up front in the song leading doesn't know what he's doing and is just kind of standing there. Mm-hmm. And so the piano player has, has to fill in and do that. And, and I had that happen to me a couple of times, but when I got there, I'm going to lead the singing, so they got to follow me, but they didn't know what I was going to do. And so at a couple of occasions, I caught them on a hold, or I didn't hold when they thought I was going to, or whatever the case is. Yeah. But if you can get together ahead of time and run through those songs, it helps a whole lot. And, and your piano player will be grateful that she knows what you're doing, and now you know what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I highly recommend that you just write in your hymnal, cut off out, cut off up, hold, what, whatever you're going to do in I've there. I've done the same. Yeah, and you've, then you've got a record of it. And, mm-hmm. and once you go through it with your piano player, she probably or he probably has it. If not, you might want to, you know, a couple of iterations of your song leading. Uh, you might want to go ahead and, and go over it with her a couple of times rather than just once, mm-hmm. just so she's comfortable with what she's doing. Uh, God's not the author of confusion, and the song leader needs to lead the singing, and the piano player needs to follow. I had a gal one time, in her defense, she had, she had been leading singing for some time from the piano because the song leader couldn't. So we got there. I got assigned there while I was in the Army, and the pastor asked if I'd take over the song leading. And she just was set in her ways, and she was going to play the songs like she wanted to play the songs. And, and a couple of times, I even I asked the pastor ahead of time, but I said, listen, she's not doing what I want. Do you have a problem with me stopping in the middle of the song and say, no, stay up with me or, or whatever? He says, well, how about like a Sunday night or Wednesday night? Maybe not a Sunday morning. I said, fine. Yeah. She wouldn't do it. She wouldn't do it. And I said, Lord, you got to do something about this. And, and before long, the Lord reassigned her husband and went elsewhere. And so <clears throat> you, you need to be a unified presence up there. Anything that distracts gives the devil an opportunity to put a little wedge in there. And you just mm-hmm. don't know who's out in the audience and, and are critical or not or what's happened. And so you want to remove as many of those obstacles or distractions as you possibly can. And that only happens by rehearsal. And you're right. The better you know these songs, the more important it is that you work on them song leading wise mm-hmm. so you can do what you think you want to do. <laughs> exactly. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much for helping, having us and uh, talking to us about this. Uh, make sure you check out the other YouTube uh, videos on our channel and make sure that you like this video and you also share it as well and make sure that you check out the audio only platforms as well. Thank you so much.